0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, as always, and delighted you've been able to tune in yet again for another show. Now, before we do get started, don't forget to like this video, and please do subscribe to the channel if you already haven't, and don't forget to hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next video is uploaded onto the platform. If you like listening to us on a podcast player, just look down below in the description where you will find a link that takes you to all the available podcast players where the show is hosted and finally if you like the show if you want to support the show you can do so through the link down below in the description for buymeacoffee.com so sorry about the delay in getting the next show uploaded we are currently on holidays in ireland enjoying the different things that the country has to offer uh, for the next month or so and we'll be back in thailand around the beginning of october but as promised i said i would bring you a couple of shows every week just to keep you update it on the news that's coming here. Also, sorry if the sound isn't up to its usual good quality, but unfortunately I wasn't able to take the five kilogram microphone with me abroad, so I'm using some other devices to try and record the show. So we'll see how it turns out after I've processed it and uh, edited it. So we'll see. But we'll jump into the first story, and that's in relation to Bangkok Airways, and they're now planning to weigh passengers before boarding. Bangkok Airways has introduced weight measurement for all passengers before boarding, effective until October 31st, assuring that the information obtained will be kept confidential. The airline said in the statement that, that the weighing of passengers is in line with the standard measures of the International Civil Aviation Organization, and the purpose is to aid in the calculation of the takeoff weight to ensure flight safety. The airline said the weighing will be done at the departure gate before boarding and it is seeking cooperation from all passengers. A similar measure has also been applied for passengers on Korean Air and Air New Zealand flights. Bangkok Airways operates scheduled services to destinations in Thailand, Cambodia, Hong Kong, Laos, Maldives, Myanmar, Singapore, and Vietnam. It is based at a Suanapum airport in Bangkok. So you've seen this more and more happening around the world where they started to weigh customers now they say they're going to be doing this at the boarding gate as you get on to the actual flight so this information in my opinion is not going to be used to calculate the overall weight of the flight because then it should be done when you're checking in you know at the terminal outside or it would be a requirement that you'd actually wouldn't be able to check in online anymore and you would need to do it outside now what are they going to do with this information are they planning to charge people who weigh more more in the future but what about people who weigh less so if you have a guy who weighs 100 kilos getting on the flight, should he be charged more? But if you have a woman who weighs 40 kilos, should she be charged less? It's very interesting what they're planning to do with all this information. And this idea that it's going to be kept confidential. Well, I think we know in Thailand exactly how confidential your data is kept with the amount of data breaches and everything else that goes on. I mean, the amount of scam calls people are getting. Where these scammers know so much about you. You'd wonder where all this information Is turning up from. But I'd like to know your opinion on all this. Do you think it's a good idea, weighing? Would you be prepared to pay more if you're a bigger man or woman? But if you're weighed less, do you think you should be paying less for your flight ticket? Love to know your thoughts and comments, as always, down below in that comment section. Now, there is a story that's been going around in the Thai media, and we're going to jump into it, recap on it, and kind of give our opinion on where we are. It's in relation to, yes, yet again, you've heard it, the police, the gangsters in police uniforms. That is the actual headline here. In a shocking incident that exposed a chilling police-mafia alliance, a group of officers watched a fellow cop gunned down by gang without intervening. If that was not enough, six of the more than 20 police at the scene then helped the criminals escape and destroyed the evidence. Another six helped take the mortally wounded cop to hospital. The rest simply ran from the crime scene. The killing... And how the policemen at the scene behaved sheds light on why efforts to eradicate illegal businesses and the underground economy has failed repeatedly here in Thailand. On September 6th, the officers gathered for dinner at the house of Praween Changklai, 35, a local godfather known as Command Nok, and the sub-district head of Tambon Takan in Nakhon Patam. Among them was Police Major General Sivakorn, a local highway police station chief accompanying his superior. Civicorn had just been sent from Bangkok headquarters to tackle the bribe stickers that allow overloaded trucks to operate freely on highways. During the party, Mr. Praveen argued with Sivakorn before his aide shot Sivakorn in front of everyone. In the ensuing chaos, Mr. Praveen and the gunman fled in a car with a police escort. Blood at the scene was cleaned up, the gun was hidden, the security cameras removed and the computer server thrown into a canal. Amid a public uproar, Mr. Praveen was arrested and denied bail, the gunman was killed extrajudicially, and Civicorn superiors committed suicide. Hidden evidence such as the CCTV camera and pistol have now been retrieved. The latest developments have the media and public attention focusing on Mr. Praveen's business, while police have now declared war against local gangsters. The question is, though, what will police do with the gangsters in police uniforms? Corrupt policemen are often described as a few rotten apples. The opposite is true. Police corruption is systemic, entrenched and widespread, intertwined with shady businesses that require police protection to operate. How close some of the relationships between policemen and local influential figures around the country are was evident in the Nakhon Patam shooting. Every time a police corruption scandal makes headlines, calls for reform arise. However, nothing substantial ever happens. Coup makers also promised to combat corruption and reform the police. The most recent came from the 2014 coup. Leader and former Prime Minister General Pryat Chanacha. he ordered police to overhaul the promotion system, improve police welfare and enhance investigations, law enforcement transparency and people's participation. For police reform, numerous committees have been set up, which make similar recommendations time after time, year after year. After a decade under General priet corruption remains pervasive as ever. If not more, the Nakhon Patam shooting best exemplifies the state of police corruption today. The latest recommendation from the People's Network for Police Reform and 102 civic groups provide more specific proposals. A study on Thailand's underground economy by Economist Professor Pasuk Pong Pachit revealed its massive size and close ties to the police, endemic corruption and money politics. Highway police corruption is a small part of the underground economy from which cops benefit from protection money. From 1993 guys to 1995, the underground economy in Thailand was estimated to be worth about 450 billion baht per year. That's about 8 to 13% of GNP. The figure has now increased greatly, according to the study. If other illegal activities such as smuggled goods, logging and human trafficking to third countries were included, the figure could reach 20% of GNP. To protect their illegal empire's godfathers from often enter politics and become major vote-buying donors. Their political influence explains the lack of political will to combat corruption and reform the police, perpetrating the cycle of corruption and money politics that hurt democracy now this as we have said in this show many many times police corruption is i think endemic in this country i think there is no solving it no matter what you think you can do you can set up as many committees as you want but the same stories the same repeat offenders the same repeat crimes consistently turn up in the police force and as far as i'm concerned and i i I think a lot of The people that listen to this show are concerned that the Royal Thai Police Force should be disbanded and built up from the bottom again. When you see what goes on here, 20 officers covering up a murder of a fellow cop and let it happen in front of them, you know something bad is going on in the police force. Now, of course, we can say that not every police officer is corrupt or to this kind of level, but any little bit of corruption should be dealt with. But the problem is they don't deal with it. They allow it to continue. And when you have such corruption in the police force, you're going to always have issues like this. And I think everybody who has listened or listens to this show would be able to tell of somebody they know who's, who's had an interaction with Thai police and know of corruption that's existed. We have covered countless stories this year alone of police corruption, but yet there seems to be no will to reform it. Take care of it and i wonder what it will take for that reform to take place but i i i I don't know i just think they're going to continue on this way until it comes to the point that countries start putting out warnings that you shouldn't go to thailand because you know police corruption is the highest in the world and you're going to get taken advantage of and it's a danger to you I, i think that's the only thing that will make them improve it when they start losing money as a country But who knows? I'd love to know your opinion, guys, as always, down below in the comment section. Now we're going to move on to another story. It was an interesting one I saw in a publication from Thailand, and we're just going to go through it. I'd like to know what you think about. But American man faces a dilemma as Thai girlfriend's parents demand one million baht dowry. Now we all know about the dowry or what they call sinsot here in Thailand. But an American man asked netizens for advice on what to do after his Thai girlfriend's family demanded a million baht dowry known as Sinsod in Thailand. He said he loved her very much but was not a foolish farang. The American shared his story on the social media platform Reddit. The man began by explaining that he was dating a Thai university student from a province in the Isan region of Thailand. He expected that his girlfriend did not make much money from her career after graduation but her parents are middle class and own a shipping company. The parents asked the foreign man to give them one million baht as a dowry, half of which would be go to his fiance after the wedding ceremony, and the other half would be kept by the parents for safekeeping. The American added that the amount was not negotiable, whereas his girlfriend believed the amount was reasonable because they had to show the dowry during the wedding ceremony. The foreign man concluded his post by stating that he would be departing Thailand in two weeks and might not return, leading him to decide to end the relationship. The post garnished over 300 comments from Reddit users. Some individuals online suggested that the diary served as a form of security for the woman, as her parents might have been concerned that a foreigner would eventually abandon her. Others believed that her parents were simply wanted to ensure that the man could provide for their daughter. Some advise the man to end the relationship, as he might end up having to provide even more for the woman and her family in the future. However, the majority of netizens recommended that he should approach his girlfriend and her parents, honestly informing them that he would not pay the dowry, rather than leaving without any explanation. So this has become a very common, common feature here in Thailand when you get married or before supplying a dowry. Uh, and a lot of people don't agree with it, but it is certainly much a... A custom here in Thailand, even if it have influences from China and whatnot. But it is a custom here in Thailand and Thai people do do it. So should you give a diary? That's the thing now. It's a million baht. It's a lot of money. Now, my take on all of this would be simply I don't think the parents are out to scam anyone. They seem to have a decent company, a decent business. You know, they're not poor people. They're probably looking out for their daughter and her future. You know she's in college. How old is this guy? It doesn't say. So is he older than her? You know, is he looking to take advantage of her? Maybe. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I would say if I was him, negotiate. Sit down and say, I don't want to give a million back, and I don't think it's fair that I'm giving this much money. But I'm happy to put this much money out to show for the wedding because that's a very common thing is to have the money on show during the wedding. That's part and parcel of the Thai ceremony, and that's what they do. And if it's a thing that they want to give the money to their daughter, well, talk with them. Maybe give it all back as part of a gift to us. That's what a lot of parents, Thai parents, do is they, they, they ask for a million baht, they show it at the wedding, and then afterwards it's returned to both the bride and groom to start their life together as such. But I'd love to know what you think about all this. Do you agree with the dowry? Do you not? If you're in Thailand and marrying a lady who, you know, is let's say college educated, no children. Getting married, the parents asked for a dairy. Would you do it? I'd love to know your opinion, as always, down below. And finally, Phuket, by the way, seems to be turning into a right shithole. There seems to be nothing but crime, by the way, going on it. And all kinds of very strange, I don't even know what the word is, but extortion, extortion, torture, break-ins, hold-ups, gunfights. But Russian MMA fighter, Kusain, twin brother arrested for kidnap, torture, extortion, in Phuket well-known MMA fighter, Kusan Ashkabov. Now, I could be wrong with that, but that's what we're going to say. And his twin brother, Kasan had been arrested in connection with three Kazakh nationals forcing their way into an Italian man's villa at a resort in Cherntalei and holding him bound and gagged while beating him for information in an hours-long ordeal that ended with three men flying out of Phuket to Dubai after robbing the Italian man of more than 12 million but in personal belongings. The arrest was confirmed by a report of the incident by Chirntilay Police Superintendent Colonel Charm Chai last week. The report was recorded on a form marked form for reporting serious and shocking incidents and reasons that must be reported urgently, that is some form. That was addressed to Deputy National Police Chief Torsak Sukmomal at the Senior Ranking Officer down the chain of command to Region A Police. Uh, Of note... So far, police or any other officials in Phuket have yet to publicly recognize the incident, despite a press conference last Friday that was held specifically to reassure the public that law enforcement in Phuket was dealing with any aspects of criminal activity by Russians in Phuket. The press conference was held in response to a report by Al Jazeera reporting already long well-known problems of russians working illegally and the arrival of violent crime by russian nationals on the island including the threat of gangland violence rearing its head on the streets such as when a kazakh national opened fire four times in broad daylight on a 44 year old russian businessman and that was done last uh, june and i think we reported on that the report issued by turn today police chief last week confirmed the arrest of a 28 year old russian twin brothers Kazan Ashkabov and Kusain Ashkabov. Now, the report did mention their names were different, but then clearly marked that they were both brothers. They were born in Chechnya. They're well-known MMA fighters. Although the ESPN still lists Kusain as fighting out of Tiger Muay Thai in Shillong, he is now understood to be training at the Muay Thai camp in Cherntilay. Kusan and his brother were arrested on Tuesday. The report did not mark where the twins were arrested, but noted that they were taken into custody. The report confirmed the arrests were made with the intent of prosecuting them for the act of robbery done with cruelty to the extent that others received and endangering the body or mind through torture charges which fall under the prevention of suppression of torture and enforced disappearance act which covers three significant offenses including torture, cruel, inhumane or degrading treatment of punishment as well as enforced disappearance. Now, there was a load of things nicked from this guy, a Rolex Daytona worth 2.5 million baht, uh, a couple of more watches worth over three or four million baht, and a few MacBooks, iPhones, and cash, of course. Now, this is the level of crime that's going on here in the country. Now, three of them fled, two of them are still here. As a person who lives in Phuket, I am finding it concerning that we are seeing more and more crime, and particularly crime being committed perpetrated by people who come from the Russian Kazakhstan kind of area of the world there seems to be no checks anymore of the people that are coming in they're making it easier and easier for people to turn up and stay as long as possible without checks on who they are their character are they working how are they financing their their time in and in Thailand we now have the Thai government opening up visa free travel for Chinese and Kazakhstan's to um, thailand for the next five months so we're going to see an influx of people who will and when you have visa free travel you will have people who will try to take advantage and we all know that now what the police in the country are doing about what immigration are doing about i just don't know they seem to be turning a blind eye to everything having these once in a while inspections and raids of properties and never finding anything because the people are already tipped off before they get there i don't know what the solution is to all of this well maybe the solution to all of this is more checks on people people showing where their money is coming from how they're financing their time in thailand and stricter control of the visa and how long they can stay in the country if you're a tourist then you're a tourist if you're working here then you should be on a non b if you're a student you should be on a student visa and studying if you're retired you should have retirement visa. And maybe it's time to start really implementing the various types of visas, ensuring people are on the right visas and doing the right thing. But I'd love to know your opinion as always down below in the comment section. And that's it for today, folks. Thanks again for tuning in from a very cold part of ireland today we'll be back for another show at the end of the week and we'll try to do a couple of shows each week until we get back to thailand and we'll return to the full time schedule once again thanks for tuning in sorry if the sound has not been up to scratch we'll try and prove it but nevertheless take care have a great day and stay safe